Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I with me the distinct privilege of the entirety of the Coalition Party. Starting off, we have our fighter. Hey, everybody. It's Jeff playing here. Our cleric. Hey, guys. It's Scott playing Slate. Our warlock. Hey, everybody. It's Jesse playing Valandis. And our artificer. Slash hey, y'all. It's, hey, it's Dylan playing Boomer. And last but not least, our bard. Who is, getting a gin and tonic. who is getting a gin and tonic right now. But he's definitely totally here. No, for really. Bards. Oh, there he is. L. Never mind. So, <laughs> when we last left off, the majority of our party had just met up and started to drink wine with the captain of the merchant vessel that they're about to uh, travel east into the open ocean and hit Betwins Yarda from the west side. Um, wait, no, 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 that's, uh, not Betwins Yarda. You're leaving Betwins Yarda's east coast and coming on to, uh, Del Verde's west coast. Um, I believe you all just began to sort of imbibe with him, but your cleric is off trying to forget some of the things that he saw in the wake of that, uh, battle you all had with the Baba Yaga. So let's go to Slate. Slate, what are you up to? Um... Sorry, this is not going to be interesting. I am just seriously trying to uh, negate the things I saw, and probably um, you said we're in the docks, right? Or we're in the we're near the where are we? You're in a a port town, and yeah. uh, you're you specifically, I believe, said you went to go to the house of ill repute. Well, good thing because that was what I was going to say, anyways. <laughs> well, that's where you ended up. Uh, so I am looking for a company to ease my burden. Um, you find it for the purest of, of, uh, of poisons in five gold for the night. Five gold? Sold. And, uh, you're, you're asked what you'd like to have comfort you in your lavish bed this evening, and would you desire a hot bath to start and finish the night? Uh... What are my options? I'm assuming I'm talking to the hostess of the establishment. Yes, the madam smiles widely uh, and she sort of um, caresses a finger across her bosom and she says, you can have anything you can think of, big boy, except for me. Oh, well, you wouldn't happen to have a a blonde, uh, full-blooded elven woman, would you? I think we have a few. Is there a limit on partner capacity per room? Three, unless you want to pay more. Uh, I will take three. It has been an arduous day. All right. So you go off to have a elf-filled night um, for five gold. Five gold well spent. Yep. We go back to the rest of the party. Uh, is our bard here? Nope. No, he's not. Sorry, what? Oh, the bard's here. Hello, bard. Hello. I am properly beveraged as well. All right. Brilliant. So the cleric is off to uh, a night of indulgence while the rest of you are drinking with the captain of the ship you're to be going on. Uh, fantastic. Uh, drinking in excess seems right up Hell's alley, so he'd probably do, you know, that too. All right. So with nothing else, let's just go to tomorrow morning. 
Yeah. Um, you guys Woo. find yourself in a uh, somewhat state of, of uh, squalor. Um, you and the captain of the ship and a couple of his crewmates have made quite the mess of the common room of this public house. Uh, you wake up with uh, each of you sort of getting bathed in a splash of hot water as the uh, innkeep sort of bails a bunch of water on all of you and starts to clang the underside of the metal uh, bu bucket it was all in with a wooden spoon and goes, all right, you louts, you spent your money, you drank all my booze, it's time to get up and get out of here. Why? Uh, all right. Shit. Ooh, that was rough. I dreamt that I was a crab. Oh, I dreamt that there was a yak man and a, a bird murder man and some there sort were... of K-pop angel lady. And uh, I feel like shit. It was a bad night. It was a bad night. Huh. You were there, and he points to, to uh, Valen, and he's like, and you were there too, and he points to Elf. I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I just remember getting impaled. I had an oh. awful dream. Yeah, it was terrible for all of us, man. I looked amazing, though. Yeah, you did look pretty good. Better than that other bard that was there. Blech. I don't remember oh, the yeah. bard. It was the 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 one with the wings and the and the flashy. No, I don't remember him at all. Well, it was a her. I see. <laughs> anyway, true form. Anyways, I I got stuff to do. Uh, bye. So you but guys I'm just gonna walk out. yourselves up together and um, Boomer, how much did it cost to create your your um, mechanical servant. Uh, it it didn't. Okay. I don't think. I, I was yeah. just hoping that there would be a baseline for me to try and tell you how much it's going to cost to repair them. The last time you said twenty gold. Okay, that's I'm fine but, with sticking can, to that. Okay, I was about to. We can up it because I was going to go find somewhere to do work and get some money because I'm close to broke. Nah, uh, twenty gold is fine. I still need to find somewhere to work. Yeah. Gonna do some, some, some stuff like just some mending or helping at a blacksmith or a tinker shop for okay. however long it takes till we leave. So, uh, what do the rest of you try to do with your day? Uh, one, I'm gonna go down and apologize to the madam of the establishment and ask her how much a tub costs. <laughs> She's going to smirk and say, we can have it fixed, big shoots. Uh, I politely uh, tip my head and thank her for the good time, and I'm going to head to the nearest uh, medical facility. Uh, all right. You, you find yourself at, I almost said nursery, but that's absolutely not the right word. <laughs> I um, can't heal plants. No. Uh, but you do find yourself at the nearest clinic and uh, are able to find a day's work there if that's what you're looking to do. That's exactly what I'm doing, healing people. All right, roll 2d6. Get that many in um, silver pieces. Uh, all right. We're par for the course of six. All right, well, that's, I mean, yeah. That's half a gold. 
for a day's work's not bad. I'll take it. Um, what about the rest of you? Um, hey. Who wants to rustle up some trouble, friendos? Sounds like no one. Sorry, I'm, I was sort of distracted by, by doing leveling things because I'm trying to catch up a little bit here. Um, what What is he paying for? He's looking uh, to make trouble. He's looking trouble to make trouble. Where, Good guy uh, trouble. Where and why? I don't know. We got a day to kill, don't we? I suppose. Yeah, I'd rather not get killed on my day to kill. Yeah. Uh, L has no interest in trouble. Except for the kind he makes for his liver. Aww. I can get behind that on a day off. Fair enough. I'm gonna go gamble. Any good gambling places nearby? You know it. You're in a port town on the um, the port side of it. So yeah, there's there's plenty of places to gamble your coin away. Uh, Garen would like to play some cards. Okay, go ahead and you're so you'll just spend the day doing that. Roll two d20s. The first one is how much gold you make. The second one is how much gold you lose. All right. Let's go with my solid metal D20 given to me by a critical wick handle. Ooh. Holy crap. Did you just say critical wick? I did. That fantastic From... soy-based candle company that is on criticalwick.org for which you can buy mm-hmm. all of your candles slash Dungeons & Dragons needs because all of the soy-based candles come in fl- sense. I almost said flavors again. Come in sense relative to Dungeons and Dragons. Even so much so at the bottom of every single candle, there is a metal cast die even. It's true. I'm enjoying long rest as we speak. I actually also have a long rest in my room. That's hilarious. Uh, I'm, I'm burning a fighter right now. Nice. I like the leather smell. Don't though. I have feelings. All right. Oh, okay. uh, first roll was 16. Second roll was a two. Yay. All right. So you made 14 gold over the course of the day. It's the, like the first time I've made gold gambling. Um, you do so well. Uh, who else is with you? Did anybody want to come gamble? Yeah. Sounds like Garen, you're alone. So Garen high fives himself. After you make your fit your 16th gold coin over the course of the day, uh, it's about evening time, and uh, the people you've been playing with over the course of the day begin to suspect you are a cheater, and one of them even grabs a knife from his boot and threatens you. How big's this boy? Uh, not bigger than you, but obviously brave enough. Garen would absolutely slam a fist on the table and kindly suggest he put the knife away. All right, roll an intimidation. Yay, Christmas at Umstead. Uh Does a... 20 scare him? Absolutely, it scares the pants off of him. He flicks you his last gold coin as he scurries away. Garen's as puffed up as a peacock about that. And then how many guys are sitting at the table? Uh, There was only two more, but this is by the end of the day for you. That's fine. They both get a drink on the house if there's there's ale to be had. All right. Well, that's a silver silver for each of them, so. Boyo. Uh, Tusk, you said you tried to find work at a tinker's or a blacksmith? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll uh, 2d6 as well. Yep. Oh, it's 10. Nice. All right. Well, you get 10 silver, so a gold. Yay. 
Uh, I give them that gold back, and then nineteen more gold to to get the stuff so I can fix my thing. My my uh, my spiders. Uh, if, you're, if you're gonna spend it back at him, he actually offers to sell it to you for only fifteen gold if he can keep the coin. Oh yeah, definitely. Cool. And um, Winters, or sorry, uh, Valandes. Uh, Valen's going to drink the day away after um, squaring off with the Baba Yaga and finally resolving that whole thing. He's just kind of wiped emotionally. Sure, so I take it you and L both do that, or what is L up to? Uh, L's going to see if he can find some place to, to play his music to earn his drinks. Uh, you find that the one of the taverns a couple doors over from the one that you drank your night and morning away in is willing mm-hmm. to take you on to uh, give you drinks and board for you and up to four others for one night. Uh, that'd be mightily appreciated and accepted. Okay. Yeah, Valen had followed with him for free drinks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, go ahead and give me a performance check then. Swag. I ask what... Uh, so, okay, what level are we now? Are we 8th? This party is 8th level. Okay, then that means that I get plus 4 to... No, yes, plus 4 to my proficiency bonus. Uh, proficiency doesn't go up yet. I thought that was level nine. Let me let me check. Okay. I, I I just leveled up. It's level nine. Okay. Cool. Then it's just still three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the evening goes long, and uh, just to in the name of interest and simplicity. All the other party members who went to go work the day away sort of begin to have no better place to go, so they head back towards the bar they started from. But one by one, you all find yourselves in the bar because you can hear El's very distinct talent uh, echoing out of the inn that he's performing in. So the entire party sort of meets back up while El performs. I got a 24 on the performance track. Yeah, so he even is okay with your extra guy who wants to stay the night. Sweet. Oh, wait, no, it is just you and four, isn't it? Never mind. Sweet. I mean, maybe I find an extra guy. Yeah. Hey. But yeah, no, you play brilliantly and receive six gold in tips from the crowd over the course of the evening. Fantastic. You mean I received zero gold and a bunch of drinks? Uh, No, I mean in tips, though. Right, but he's spending that on what he drinks. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, you and the rest of the party are able to get quite tilted tonight. Hell yeah. On zero fare. Good stuff. So, uh, the the night sort of comes to a, a simmer as the majority of the people are either you know, face down on the, their tables or have left already. It's really kind of just the party, the staff, and maybe five or less other patrons. Uh, do you guys have any interactions or do you guys just go to bed or what? 
oh no, I'm going to put my hands on the table and uh, I'm going to be like, hey guys, give me 10 minutes. I'm going to show you the coolest thing you've ever seen. While they're and, waiting. Uh, and after that 10 minutes, I want to turn the bar top at least one square foot of it. It's 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 wood, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, I want to turn it into silver. Okay. I'd be like, bam! And how is it you're Nothing. doing that? Oh, um, it's my... I took the School of Transmutation, Minor Alchemy. Gotcha. You perform a special alchemical procedure on one object composed entirely of wood, stone, but not gemstone... Iron, copper, or silver, transforming it into one of those materials for for an hour. <laughs> it doesn't last forever. Okay, so you yeah. you you transmute a section of the bar top into silver. Yeah. All right. Nothing. Garen no laughs and uh, jokes about how he was going to brag about winning a couple gold coins. But uh, this looks like a lot more as he taps that oh. silver. Yeah, uh, it only lasts for an hour. So, I mean, I haven't figured out a way to make it last forever yet. Well, the next time we need to pay off a hostage negotiation, I know what we're doing. There's or that pay for anything. Or the next time we get put in jail, I can turn those bars into wood. Let's hope I... we're not in jail anytime soon. I'm just saying. We didn't think we were going to go to jail when we went to that first stone, but they threw us in there anyways. Yeah, do you remember yeah. how they stabbed me in the rib cage? Yeah, yes. do you remember when they stabbed him into the in the rib cage? I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that like harbored resentment. <laughs> well, it's an, it was an important lesson for Karen to learn and that's don't try to punch a guard when there's 30 other guards. Yes, correct. And he has harbored that lesson. All right. So it's the, I mean, do you guys, what else? Anything else for, for the evening? I don't know. Uh, I just like to anyone want to play cards? Does Slate yeah, want to no. share his uh, experience with the party? Actually, no. Uh, at seeing uh, Boomer do that, he's just going to like get up, pay his tab. Oh, wait, we don't pay the tab. And just head to the room, not saying a word. All right, man. Is uh, he all right? Nah, he's been grumpy ever since we we killed that Bobby Yiga. I mean, we killed a memory stealing witch. I was pretty excited about that. I don't know, man. He's just grumpy all the time. If he's not like killing people or hitting on hot elvish ladies, he's not really personable. Should we get some hot elvish ladies? Like, just to keep around? No. Like, that. I feel like that'd just be... Unless they want to come with us, we can't just, like... We shouldn't just go buy people. I didn't say that. This oh. isn't the Ella Rail. <laughs> All right. Roasty boys. Okay. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should talk to him, see what's wrong with him. Yeah, we're he's really have an killing intervention. the vibe. Wait, he's a cleric. A divine intervention. <laughs> oh. Did Slate hear that? Our, our, <laughs> our, 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 uh, our dab's cannon. No. <laughs> I 
<laughs> oh, that was gold. That was, that was so a good joke. joke. Oh, I gotta yeah. keep that one for Slate. <laughs> that was good. Well, Garen finished his drink. I'm the right kind of drunk <laughs> to go talk to someone. Yep. I mean, yeah, sure. We're gonna scamper on up to his room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you talk better than any of us. <clears throat> and more. <clears throat> um, I'd be happy to go talk to whoever you want. See, there, there we go. All right. This is still the same night, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all After hammered. You performed. Okay. I foresee a problem, but let's do it. We're all really sloshed. Yeah. That's Great. why I just turned this bar top into silver. I'm showing Great. off and I don't care. <laughs> I, I, if we go to his room, Garen's going to knock on the door. All right. So you all sort of walk up to the door and I guess don't unlock it. Slate, there's knock. a knock on the end room. I'm not going to answer it. Hey, buddy. Housekeeping. <laughs> Housekeeping. Nope. Housekeeping. Hey, hey, man, open up the door. Uh, Slate's going to reluctantly open the door and then go back to uh, his standard praying position. Okay. Is it a missionary position? He's no. praying. We shouldn't interrupt this holiest of holies. No, you're right. We'll just sit and watch him until he's done, and then talk to him. I've I dibs on the bed. Yeah. Garen, uh, Draco, Draco squats in front of Slate. Could you define Draco squat, please? Uh, it's it's very similar to other squats, but but it's a lizard man doing it. So you squat um, with your with your heels on the ground. Heels are so firmly planted in plate mail. Right. So con save. <laughs> oh wow! Seeing how long uh, you can does hold it hold twenty for. save my ankles? Uh, no, it doesn't. Not save your ankles. It just doesn't like you doing that. Does not beat the shit out of your potatoes. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> wow. So we're just going to... I'll be like, hey, buddy, we'll wait for you to get done. But then we need to have a talk. Uh, Slate's going to, like, mumble curses in Dorman and be like, what? Hey, man, don't curse at us. First off. No, no curse shit. Because I, I understand Dwarven. Second off. Hey, man, why are you such a grumpy Gus? There are not enough elven women in my life. Well, man, you got in the wrong business. I'm just realizing that now. Well, I'm sorry, man, but that don't mean you got to take it out on the party. We're all having a good time, and you're being a buzzkill. I th I think what my inebriated friend here. Is hey, 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 hey! He's saying we love you. Concerned about your your mental. Um, um, portion. Uh, are you feeling all right, man? Like, are you sad? Like, do you need a hug? Boomer, I'm warning you. If you hug me, bad things will happen to you. 
That's fine. I don't care. Bad things have happened to me already. Look at my face. Look at it. One time I hugged Boomer and he shot me. I remember that. <laughs> I'm danger. Listen. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm danger. <laughs> Can we get that on a shirt? Can that be? <laughs> I'm dangerous. Boomer the no. <laughs> I didn't hear dangerous. I just heard I'm. Dangerous. But it's got like the hermit from Gravity Falls oh, yeah. on it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's how I'm picturing hey. Boomer at all times. First off, that's what Boomer's based off of. McGuckin oh my God, from yes. Gravity Falls. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. He's very much McGuckin from Gravity Falls. Yep. It all ah. comes together. So many things just clicked. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can't. I can't even. Can't hey man, uh, danger. Yeah. Well, Anyways, so am I. Don't mess with I, me. I'm not trying to mess with you. We're just trying to see if you're okay. You're part of the party now. We're concerned. I'm fine. The fight with the Baba Yaga just it it rattled me a little, shook me a little. I just need oh. some time to recover. That's right. The Bob, the the memories, and the Baba Yaga. Didn't, um, didn't didn't a few of us remember something from that? Who who had some weird experience with their memories after that? Who was that? No, we got some of our memories back. Uh, Scaly and, and Valandes got memories of their moms back. Remember, that's why we went and fought them to begin with. Oh, Valen, Valen pokes his head you... inside the room and just says, well, yeah, I, I'm with Slate on this one. The whole thing was deeply unsettling. And How did you his, remember that you missed your mother if you couldn't remember your mother? I think he missed the concept of a mother. Well, I'm just like, It would be like remembering something and then being like, how can I forget that? Yeah. Yeah, so we all agree we saw some messed up shit, and I'm just not taking it that well. I didn't I see it. any messed up shit. No, um, I didn't see anything. I saw that old lady go down. <laughs> not like that would have been. Not like that. That would have been messed up. I shot an old man in the face, and he turned into the, to 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 bugs. Um, Garen would actually reach into a pouch at the side and pull out uh, the remnant of a banner and. Toss it to him and say we've all seen messed up shit. Oh man, this this conversation is getting heavy. Yeah, that was pretty deep. Uh, pull, uh, Sometimes you got to snap people out of it. You're right. So uh, Slate will look at the banner and uh, think about when his uh, mercenary group got ambushed and realize that you know the only way this is going to be successful is if we all work together. And he's going to tell you guys what he saw. Take it away, DM. Right. So. <clears throat> when the sort of loose memories that flew out of the Baba Yaga washed over you, um, you recall you recall to the party what happened, and that was your vision was no longer your own. This is something that plenty of people within the party are familiar with. Uh, you had eyes of some sort of being that was flying through the sky over a tropical land that you don't recognize. You were clad in heavy, glistening plate mail 
and had a hefty spear lugged in your hands. You There was at least a score of other uh, clad individuals like yourself, all with uh, glistening light wings that looked like an angel's or a seraphim's wings. And your commander points down to a piece of the ground before you and goes, that clearing, that's it. And as you all flew towards it, you could make out more and more of what was going on in that clearing. What was going on in that clearing was very, very distressing. It was a wide open pool of black bubbling tar and blood. And around it stood maybe 100, 120 cultists all praying and incantations. On one side of this circle, a large stone monument uh, almost in the shape of like a diving board, kind of, but not that. Um, where a arch cultist was leading the incantations and was escorting sacrifice after sacrifice that willingly walked off the monument into the sacrificial pit. And with each sacrifice that plummeted in, a creature emerged from the bubbling muck, a skeleton figure that was obviously the same color and just cloaked in the tar and blood that it was emerging from in the shape of a large dragon. And it took notice in you all as, as you approached and as you and your score of other fighters and paladins descended upon the cultists to hew them in twain to prevent what you knew was the summoning ritual for this being a god of death from a long ago, long ago and long forgotten time. They were succeeding. And just as you and your men were cutting them down by the score to interrupt their ritual, the beast turned round, cognizant enough of where it was, and began to slew you and your compatriots by the dozen. And over the short, the short period you remember of that conflict, one of those inky claws slices you in twain, and that's when the memory ends. And that's the short and tall of the boys. That's some heavy shit. Damn. I have no, I have no idea why I saw that. I've never, ever been there. No idea what really was going on there i can infer from what i saw but it it rattled me boys i understand you don't think there's a relevance to our uh, current situation do you oh you got to be kidding me of course there's a damn relevance i was kind of hoping there wouldn't be why would i get that vision just for funds shits and giggles I could hope. Mm. It's better than the alternative. <laughs> the reality of the situation calls for more than hope. I fear we have to actually figure out what event that was in some history book or something so that we can have some idea of how to stop it should the need arise. We could send a message to one of the grandest libraries in the kingdom. Of all kingdoms. Well, what was we just came from, uh, really quick, outside of character. Uh, Drakon, what was that 
kingdom we came from where the library had the skeletal servant? Uh, that was, that was Detroit. 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 Thank you. I don't know. It was on the tip of my tongue. <coughs> and then we saw another guy explode into a skeleton. Don't. Slate's still a little salty about that. I remember that. But out of character, don't bring that up. <laughs> um, Detroit. God, I love Detroit. So back in character, if anything, we should send something to Detroit and see if they have any idea or any kind of recollection of a book that mentions an event like that. I agree. I feel well, uh, severely uh, underprepared. Speaking of recollections, um, might have a piece of that puzzle. The Black tar pits, I believe, are located in Delver Day. Yeah, right on the, the southeast part. Yeah, and uh, something horrible happened there for sure. I think you got a first-hand view of what that might have been. So maybe making our way there while we're on Delver Day might not be a bad idea. First, the stones. Yeah, I don't think we should deviate from our current path. No, of we course not. We walked into an ambush on the last one. We're not going to get so lucky again if we're unprepared. Uh, Kenny? Yeah. Dracon, uh, yeah. would I have heard anything about it or remembered, like, read it in a book somewhere along the way? Um, like, history check-wise, or is this, yeah, like, if you want to give me a history check, that's fine. Cool. Uh, 16? Yeah, you believe that about maybe 100 years ago now, maybe closer to 80 years ago, there was uh, some sort of occasion where a group of cultists tried to and were somewhat successful in summoning a ancient god of death. But that's all you can remember. It, that It happened about 100 to 80 years ago. But that's all you can recall. All right. I'll, tell, I'll be like, uh, from what you're saying man i've read it in a book somewhere i can't really recall a whole bunch of it but that happened about 100 to like 80 years ago man it's been a while do you recall what book it was no no i've i've read so many books uh i i honestly can't remember and it, i probably just skimmed past it looking for something for a project I was working on and just found it kind of interesting, skim through it and then put it back down. If it didn't have to do with my research, I, I really wasn't, you know, super right. into it. Well, if that's the case, I still think we should send word to Detroit and see if we can get some kind of extra information about it. So this is, a little... uh, no, sorry, go ahead. Sure. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. I mean, I don't really, I mean, we could send a letter, but we're about to leave. There's no magical method of doing this. We can't um, go to some kind of scribe and have a magical method of communication. I don't have anything. L might not. We could ask around. I mean, it's possible. I mean, I know stuff like that, but I don't have anything like that. Do not. <clears throat> they hate on either. Well, I think we should at least try and find something and not let this lie. Agreed. Agreed. So, uh, if you don't mind, I think I'll retire for the night and try and find uh, really quick. What time are we leaving tomorrow? Um, 
whenever you guys are ready. Like the captain said, whenever you guys are ready, he's ready to go. All right. Well, I will wake up tomorrow and try and find a means of magically communicating to Detroit before we leave, before we set sail. Yeah, I'll go with you on that. Uh, and then Boomer will walk up to Slate and be like, hey, man, shit really sucks, and I'm sorry. And is it all right if I, if I give you a hug now? Slate just nods his head and then, like, grumbles. And Boomer will, will, will hug him, pat Slate, him on the back. Slate will stiffly, like, put his arms around go, or a Boomer and give him the, the man pat, the three pat, 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 and then let go. I'll hold on for a little too long. Slate's going to no. force himself <laughs> off and be like, just... Bleh. All right, all right, that's fine. I'm glad we talked. We'll figure this out. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. And with that, Slate's going to like just start getting ready for bed. He is non-responsive now. Okay. Garen would go over and reverently pick up that torn banner and put it back in his pouch. Oh. Sorry, I would have given it back to you. Oh, well, then he did that when he was handed it. And then proceeds to get almost naked. Okay. For Anyone bed. else doing anything else other than going to bed? Um, is this a communal room, or do we each have our own rooms? No, it's, it's a group room. <laughs> Good. Rippling pectorals uh, covered in scales meet L's gaze. Well then, yeah, just uh, making it, making them ready for bed. All right. Anyone not going to bed? Uh, no, I'll go to bed. All right. But, uh, can I? What? What is uh your plate made out of? Uh, um, iron. Metal. Like, is it iron or steel? Probably steel. I think just steel. Never mind then. <laughs> Get out of here. I want to, I want to change your plate pants into wood before you got up. Don't he'll get splinters. Just as a joke, but I can't transmute steel. Boo. No, but we should totally get something out of iron and then turn it into gold, and then walk around with Tim Cage. I can't. I can only transmute it into wood, stone, iron, copper, or silver. All right, we're gonna get some copper there's, pants and then big city nights. There's a limitation to my abilities so far. <laughs> Damn you, conditional magic. So, before we transition, can I be a little indulgent? Yeah. Mm. Um, L, do you remember all that? Uh, everything that happened in this room just now? Well, the memory. Do you remember that from the Death God campaign? Yes, I sure do. Alright. I wasn't going to make an issue of it, though. No, I just... I, I, I thought it would be fun to go back there, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get it, but, like, I, I wasn't... I didn't want to break character and be like, <gasps> I remember in another life I was Did there. you see a shirtless half-elf? <laughs> Do you always play half-elves? Bronzed and glistening? No, uh, just two, actually. He is a half guy and this guy. Uh, oh, wait, L is... Is L half? Yeah, he's half. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Indulgence aside. All right, so it's the next morning. You guys are, are much more well-rested than the previous morning. Um, and you're not woken to the sound of hot water being splashed on you and wooden spoon on tin. So that's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So, where do you all... So, I guess, go ahead and just give me a charisma check to gather information on uh, how to send a message to Detroit quickly. There would be, like, a wizard tower around or anything? Uh, There's a diviner, yeah. Uh Let me tell you the story about how Slate is a grumpy dwarf and rolls a nat one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I use my criminal contact to get a message out to... uh, You may. Detroit, sweet. All right, well, then I will spend the morning um, looking for a fence or something. Yeah, uh, that he can know, carry a, a good message for me. He knows a guy. He can get that message to Detroit. It'll take two days tops. Excellent. Well, and I will bring that info back to the party. All right. He warns Move. you, by the way. Hey, so uh, you look like you're heading out east. Is that right? That that is right. Yeah. Be careful. The uh, the rats on the waves are looking rather feathery. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's important. Thank you, criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, fellow Hello, criminal. criminal. <laughs> Hello, fellow youths. Back to your ne'er do welling, fellow criminal. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah, really, really fit. <laughs> Really feeling the RP tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. So I get back to uh, the rest of the party and I uh, let them know we have about two days until we get a good answer um, from Detroit um, and the library. Also, my uh, contact here said that <laughs> some of the. <laughs> This is rough. This is rough. <laughs> My contact here said that there's uh, there's some winged rats on the seas. Uh, I think he might be referencing the rat beak. Maybe. Rat beak. The island. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, we might run into some issues getting from coast to coast. I mean, we blow up a giant crab with cannons, and I think we'll be okay. Here's hoping, but might not be a bad idea to prepare and not think this might this trip will be as uh, easy going as the last one, or well as. Easy going as we were hoping for. What has this party heard of Rapik up until this point? Um, it's like Pirate La- Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if this party had been there yet or not. I don't think uh, we talked been there. We haven't no, been there. We had, like we ran we into someone to... who said, "Tell him large march Sed- sent you." Sedusala. Right. Yeah. The uh, she was one T, right? Yeah. You want. Yeah, yeah crime lady. Yeah, she told us about Ratbeak. That was back at the beginning of the campaign. Yeah, dude, I yeah. dig. I had to dig deep for that shit. I mean, maybe Let's... we could stop there along the way. Uh, I'm not opposed. It couldn't hurt to try. 
I mean, we'll see what the captain feels. Probably with his hands. Mm. Mm. Tish. <laughs> wait, wait. Puns aren't my thing. I'm sorry. I take it back. I'm from the, by that I meant yeehaw or something along those lines. That feels better, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. Alright, so do you guys try to all right, first of all, are, are the inquiring members of the party satisfied with that answer? I don't see any other option. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean I mean I rolled a seven. Does that get me to the diviner? No. But there you go. Alright, so you guys uh do you wanna go to your captain now and just leave or what? Uh are we able to just leave? Is yeah. this time ready? Yeah, yeah we he said just... he was ready to go whenever you guys were ready to go. Well we can well, just leave, but didn't we just send a message to the like don't we have two days to wait for this message to get here? Because if uh, we leave, are what are they gonna do? Shoot it into the boat from the shore? I w- no, I would assume that the guy that we saw cast level eight magic has a way of telepathically communicating to us or getting a, uh, getting a message to us. I would have put in the letter that you know this is where we're going, you know, estimated time, et cetera, et cetera. All right, then hell. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. All right, off we go to the uh, to boat. The captain. The boat. No right. captain. The captain. So you guys find the captain still drunk and drinking wine in the same inn that you met him the first time, as he mentioned he would be. And uh, at your guys' appearance, he cheers us to you and goes, uh, "I suppose we're ready to go now." Sleet's just gonna look at him and kind of like say. Moderately softly. Now that's some stamina. <laughs> yes. He sort of rolls himself together and gets up and walks past you all and says, I assume you remember the boat that you're getting on? Follow me. Do you? <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> all right. Got him. <laughs> So he leads you on to uh, to the boat, and you guys get on and are ready to go. Cool. Hell yeah. So, oh, should we talk to him about uh, the, the island, guys? Or should we wait? Uh, it would not hurt to prepare the captain, I believe. Cool. Hey, Cap. Uh... I think our uh, our our drow friend here has a little something to tell you. He heard some information. Uh, yes, Captain. Um, I was speaking to one of my um, associates, and he let me know that our trip coast to coast might um might be interrupted by some winged rats. Does that mean anything to you? It doesn't mean a thing, my friend. I've never seen a winged rat in my life. Mm. What about one with a beak? (laughs) 
I've seen a kinku before, but that's about it. Yes, yes, I had a dream about one of those earlier. Um, but I think what my contact was getting at was that we might have some issues with the Ratbeak Island and maybe the residents thereof. I've heard tale of such a place, but I've never once encountered it myself. Of course not. Of course not. We we are not a wartime vessel. We have a few cannons to protect ourselves, but I imagine I might be calling upon you and your friends' strength of arms if such things come to happen. And of course we'd be willing to supply. Uh, we're not unfamiliar with naval battle. So uh, just wanted to lay it out there and make sure that you understood that we may run into some choppy waters. Wow. My mariners are a fine sort. If it's the ocean, the problem, they can handle it. Above or below it, that might call to you all in your steel. Yes. Very good. Well, uh, thank you for your time, and uh, I believe we are all ready to set sail. Very good. Yes. And so with that, he sort of gives the call of a brass whistle that he wears around his neck. And with that, the anchor is weighed up, and away eastbound, you all begin to drift and travel. You find the prognosis is about two weeks to reach the other coast, and you should be um, hitting the river of southern Delver Day and following it all the way down a channel to the town of Middleheart that gets you you all as close as possible to the Lake of Verde. Hmm. Hmm. As long as you want to take, that would be fine. Just got out the boat. Speaking of boats, Garen doesn't like boats. <laughs> Which is something he would repeat several times. Right. Yep. On the boat. L here's that plan like uh I would when wine is that I order is brought to my table, where he just sort of nods along and says, Yes, that sounds fine. Uh-huh. We'll take two. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the uh the first couple of days are perfectly fine. Smooth sailing and all. Uh, in fact, the entire first week is that way. That's a couple of boring days at this point. But after that one week, you guys maybe help Boomer a little bit along the way. But Boomer, you're able to get your uh, your Ar- Ar- Arachnabots back to working order. Hell yeah. Arachnabots, spiders in disguise. I don't know. I'll come up with something. Except they're not in disguise; they're in metal. Yeah, they're just metal. Right. Also, uh, can I start after I fix them during that first week? If I have any more free time, start working up a uh, a plan for a um, cannon mount to the top of this thing. Oh, to mount a siege weapon onto your caravan, and to create a siege weapon for the top of the caravan. Okay, you're, you're, you get the plans together for both of those, but it'll probably take the majority of the rest of the trip to get them all 
parsed out and the work begun on the mount itself. But the the weapon will probably either require you purchasing it wholesale or a large amount of metal. That's fine. I'm down with that. <laughs> All right. So I got that. I got that liquor money coming in. I got that liquor money. I got that liquor money. I got that liquor money. I'm a big man. I'm a big man. The little man's body. <laughs> All right. So, you guys, uh, about the eighth day or so on the ocean. Um, the captain has kept to his word that he told everyone but Slate, which was the moment he hits the waves, he is as sober as he can hope to be. Um, he he likes to run a proper ship and recognizes the difficulties that wine can put on that. And you have to be, to some degree, impressed that uh, the, the crew of this vessel are adamant and strong, dedicated to their cause. They work very tight shifts, and they seem to take great pride in keeping the ship clean. Very well disciplined is your uh, your takeaway from even just the first day of seeing these sailors. Are any of them <laughs> sick? No, not a one. Boo. But it's on that eighth night after dinner when everyone's beginning to wind down for the night and the night shift crew begins to take the top deck. Uh, as you all sort of go to your evening activities, I assume you're you're all somewhat together, or are you guys probably all over the place? How big is the ship? I mean, it's a sizable galley. Okay. It's Ooh. not like oh, like again, it's not a war vessel. <clears throat> it's, it's you know, let's let's properly call this a trade barge. So like eighty foot by uh, you know eighty foot long by about thirty foot wide. That sort of thing. Hmm. Cool. Uh, I'd just be down wherever my stuff is, like wherever the cart and the spiders are starting yeah. working on all that stuff. So so down in, in, uh, in the, the hold? Or yeah. The, yeah. The hold. That's where I'm at. Is there a big enough space to uh, exercise with a weapon? Yeah, there's a there's a part of the the deck that you've sort of become accustomed to, to swinging your weapon around to stay in form. That's what Garen would go do. Anyone else up to anything in particular? Uh, Trying to stay sober, I suppose, but probably failing. Are there there's not a lot to do on the ship. Are there any attractive female deckhands? Uh, there are two, exactly. And uh, you've been rejected by both of them at least twice by this point. Then Slate is praying for better charisma. Uh, <laughs> when you seems... say two attractive deckhands... Yes. Give me a... One of them is a half-elf who clearly the half that is elf is of high elf heritage. Um, and then the other one is a uh, human. And she doesn't seem to be particularly 
against Slate's advances, but she has promised the captain that she would indulge in no desires of the flesh while they're on the open ocean. I would like to have a talk with the captain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you talk to the captain, and he tells you, listen, son, if I can stay away from the bottle while we're on the open ocean, then you can keep yours in your pocket. It is a nice pocket, though. You're so preoccupied whether or not we can, you should question whether or not we should. I don't question why we should or shouldn't, because I've been on vessels ran by those who couldn't navigate out of the bar and those who couldn't stop sinking themselves into sin on the waves where they were strung up and put to breakers, my friend. Don't sass the guy who opens all the sailor. Well... All right, but as soon as we're offshore, I'm not following these rules. And they don't apply there. You're welcome to do as you will. Hmm. Slate goes. He's not going to argue with the captain. Uh, He doesn't seem insulted by your line of questioning. He seems almost practiced with this. (laughs) That makes me even more concerned. All right, so... uh, as things go on, um, there's at one point in the night, and whether it's on the, the 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 side of your sword inside the bottle of wine you're drinking, or laying on the side of your toolbox, each of you in some close proximity you see over the course of the evening, I suppose at the same time, a fat rat with a big crow-like beak that with slightly buggy eyes that just looks at you and as the, the moment you notice it it just bah! and disappears the fuck was that jesus christ uh boomer's going to grab his gun yep that's I'm not going crazy other people have seen that right uh i'm going to go and find the rest <laughs> of my 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 party uh, and be like, guys, did you just see a fat rat with a beak and it squawked at you? Yes. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Let's you can't tell me what I've seen. I'm not trying to tell you. I'm asking. There's a difference. Yeah. Saw it. Incorrect. I've seen it. Yeah. Slate, <clears throat> did you see it? Yeah. No. Slate. Remind me of what we're talking about. The 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 rat with the beak that squawked at us. Did you see it? I mean, yeah, but it disappeared. Exactly. There's something afoot. Something's fucky. Maybe um, another mystery on a boat. So what you're saying is I should go question the two attractive deckhands. <laughs> sure, you do that. That's fine. Go right ahead. Uh, the serious members of this party will figure out what the hell's going on. Slate's going to go question the two attractive deckhands. Uh, you, you find them both peeling potatoes. You sort of can recognize their figure from behind. And you can hear they're kind, of, <laughs> uh, they're kind of giggling and speaking in Elvish. They're talking about that super cute dwarf. Are you serious? Because I understand Elvish. Yeah, I know. That's why I said that. Yeah. All right. Slate's on a mission. All right. So you walk up and sort of introduce yourself, and they both turn over, and they both have the face of the fat rat with the bugged out eyes and the bill of a crow and they just squawk and just, they disappear. 
<laughs> what the fuck is happening? We're still in the dream. <laughs> so, <laughs> shit. After Slate checks his pants, uh, he's going to try and run back to the party to tell them that there are no more attractive uh, deckhands on the boat and that they had the face of the rat with a beak, et cetera, et cetera. One of those pieces of information is way more important than the other. Wow. Okay. What the fuck's happening? All right. Is there are, are there are there anybody is there anybody else on the on the the top of the deck or where we're at? Any other like crew or anything like that? Um. Yeah. There's plenty of crew at work. Uh, Boomer's gonna start running up to them to see if they have bird faces. They they all if, for everyone you try to interact with, they turn around and reveal their face to be the same fat rat face with the crow bill, bugged out eyes, and <laughs> guys, I'm freaking out, man. All right, um, it's time to go to the captain as a group. Yeah. Everybody together, while, let's go. While we while we run towards the captain, can I do an arcana check to see if there's like some sort of illusory magic going on? Um, but as you begin to do that, while you guys are walking across the deck towards the captain's chamber, um, you can you sort of all kind of feel the need to stop as you sort of hear skittering from all from all directions. Oh Christ. I'm alone, my gut. Okay. A wave of small, plump rats with beaks and bugged out eyes come over every side of the ship, uh, covering the deck and surrounding you all. Are they Are they coming at us, or are they stopped around us? They, they stopped around you. There's maybe a couple of feet in a circle around you guys before it's just the entire boat is covered in these plump, beaked rats. <laughs> All right. None of this is okay. I swear to whatever god rats serve, I will take hundreds of you with me. <laughs> I lean down and go to try to touch one. Uh, you do. You feel your finger press on the beak, and almost like as if it's like a spring trap. You press the beak down, it then flaps open, and they all go, BRAP! <laughs> Jesus, God! This is horrifying. And they all disappear. This is so what? much worse than skeleton horses. <laughs> Skeleton horses were better. What new uh, hell have we got ourselves in? Hopefully, not an actual hell this time. Garen uh, drags his hand on his halberd. It makes a. Sh- With that, the whole ship pitches to the side slightly, <laughs> uh, and you uh, make a athletics or acrobatics to stay on foot. All of us. Yeah, everyone that's on the boat. Twenty. Oh no! Uh, Sorry, what are the two choices? Acrobatics or what? Athletics. Oh, okay. That's not terrible. Thank you. Primary stat in eleven. All right, so I'll just go down. Um, Geheron. Yes. What's your What's your save? Twenty. Not natural. All right, slate. Fourteen. L. 11. Um, Valandes. 16. And Boomer. Uh, that's a 13. Okay. Everyone except for L and Boomer are able to either stabilize themselves or grab onto something. The two of you fall to your butts and begin to slide towards the rail as the ship pitches gently over to, to, towards one side. Oh, boo. 
Can oh, I, no. Are we close I enough to... Yeah. Alright, so yeah, you, 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 your, your party members use their reactions to grab you guys and save you from potentially falling overside. And uh, you can see some sort of large whale-like creature is coming out of the ocean, and as the water falls off of it, uh, the ship sort of rights itself. And then do we can, recognize it? You do. It is a gigantic, larger than the crab that you fought, big fat rat with a crow bill, a crow beak, and big bugged out eyes, and it just looks at you all. I swear to God, if it does this, <laughs> what the fuck? And it just sort of slowly opens its beak a little bit as no. it breathes. Don't do it. <laughs> it's gonna do it. I swear to God, it's gonna ruin us. You Big guys just sort of setup. stared this thing down for a beat. <laughs> I'm going to scream for the captain. Garen's going to say how much he hates the ocean again. But this time he like super means uh, it. Drowning out your cries for the, the captain is it's sort of low humming. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Boomer's going to vomit. He's scared uh, now. Before you can vomit, you all wake up. I knew it. Yeah, it's the next morning. Um, the crew is tending to you all, a couple of them. They remarked that you all were doing your regular night activities and all of you sort of fell asleep at the same time right where you stood. So uh, I'm, I'm going to look to the rest of the party and say, have we ever thought about not completing this quest and just going home. Uh, well, yeah, that was every still day, every single day. member who awoke oh, okay. them, uh, with a very specific expression, uh, that of a suspicion of him turning into a rat, rat thing. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Garen's gonna just throw something, whatever's in his hand. And just say that ten thousand gold is starting to sound like bullshit. Uh, Slate's gonna audibly gasp and run out of the room really quick. Um, as you run, you feel something in your pocket. Uh, he's not gonna check it. He's looking for the two attractive deck hands. Okay, they're they're separate, but you find both of them, and they both give you this like each of them give you this look like, what do you want? Okay, cool. Now I will check what's in my pocket after I sigh with relief after seeing each one of them. Um, it's a, a small note inside of a glass vial. In fact, all of you have these in your pockets. Uh, I'm going to uh, check and make sure that nothing's missing. No, nothing's Not missing. A... Not a thing is out of order. All right. Uh, uh, then I'll oh, a lot is out of order right now. Arc, oh, arc. Actually, since you checked, Boomer, there is a single, uh -huh. there is a single rat turd next to your toolbox <laughs> where you saw the first of the rats. Son of a... Bitch. Say, say you found a ratapui. <laughs> oh, say after I hear after I hear him say that, I turn the gun on myself. What is that image you found? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? In the collision notes. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> Dog. That's that the is... rat birds from Body with the Meatball. It's like exactly yeah. the thing that you've been quoting. That's that's exactly what I've been picturing. That's terrifying. What is that from? 
cloudy with the chance of meatballs. Oh man, I had no idea this was a thing. <laughs> I'm so happy. This makes it so much better. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh wow. No, that's perfect. I had no idea that already existed. Yeah, that's gonna that haunt my day. nightmares forever. <laughs> that's nightmare fuel. <laughs> a little bit. Because it has teeth. That's yeah. the thing that fucks me up. It's got teeth and a beak. Those things shouldn't go together. Yeah, you don't need both of those. It was it was time to go. Scott had seen everything he needed to see. <laughs> oh god. It's and he left the internet. Pardon me one of the rats to be real, and then I was just gonna roll around in a pile of them and crush hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Take you with me. <laughs> I like how that's your go-to weapon. It's not like golf clubs swing them by the dozen. It's no, I'm going to throw myself on the ground and roll, and then roll them on like them. a steamroller. Use your weight. He's like 400 pounds. He's just going to make rat angels. I get it. I get it. It's just funny. Anyway. I don't know, man. I wouldn't want to put my face anywhere near this thing. Like, I wouldn't want to put my body anywhere near. I have a helmet. Nightmarish. I don't care. It's got teeth and a beak. It's going through your helmet, man. You look over, Garen's just headbutting rats. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, in, in, do you guys open the vials? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm the, gonna try and detect magic on it really quick. It is a magical note. My God. No. No. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll do, open do, it. Sorry. Do you want to focus and try and discern the? Magical the nature ma- of it? Yeah. Do I need to roll for it? No, no, no. Just that you want to spend the moment to focus on it. Yeah. Just just, just casting Detect Magic lets you know if shit's magical or not. Um, yeah. I want to take it to the next level. Okay. So you take your relationship with this note to the next level, and uh, huh. there's uh, illusion magic on these notes. Dracon. Uh, yes. I will note that. If I take the magical note... And I put it inside of my loot. Yes. Uh, can I play magical notes? Uh, you would be playing a device with a magical note to it. Ugh. Why are we like this? Why are we like this? Because <laughs> it's easy and comedy's hard. Oh, it's not true. Comedy is hard. <laughs> All right, I read. I read my note. Everyone that reads their notes, it's the same thing. And it's really, it's, it's very simple. The top half of it says, tear the top part of this message away when you've made, when you're ready to make your decision. Tear and crumple up the decision that you like. Throw the other one that you don't like away. And then just past that, it says, do you want to go to the place? And then there's the bottom half of the note is two squares with like the little like dash marks to like rip it. And it's like a thumbs up and a thumbs down. By the place, you mean Ratbeak? It doesn't say that. It, it says, just says, do you want to go to the place? Are you asking the note, dear friend, L? Do you I mean, guys want... L does say that out loud. Let's ask the paper. Paper. The address is the place. By the place, do you mean Ratbeak? Uh, Garen waterboards the note until it gives us answers. <laughs> it it never does. It's paper. My God, <laughs> tough one. Uh, 
what is so walk me again through the procedure for choosing an answer so imagine it's like a, a rectangle is the top third of the paper the bottom two thirds is split into two halves yeah yeah so the instructions are to rip the instruction top third off and then rip the two decision halves in half from each other and mm-hmm. then crumple up and then discard the one you don't want to do all right um, or, what, or what your decision is, I should say. Okay, so if nothing else, L turns to his party and says, if nothing else, I can respect an aggressive marketing campaign. And chooses yes. Okay. Um, a- after you crumple it up, it poofs into a small plume of uh, blue smoke. Yeah, whatever, I'm in. Garen would repeat that. Same result. Yep, sounds fun. Valen will do the yes. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm go. I'm go. If I see everybody else going yes, I'm gonna go yes too. And I'm I'm gonna say, wait, shouldn't we think about this before we just go? What's too the late, play? nerd? Slate just rips it up and says yes. He's not. You know what? He's not playing this game. <laughs> The moment Slate, the last person of the party to uh, crumple up and agree with the yes. And uh, by the way, I imagine that all of these, like the the blue smoke is almost like the genie from Aladdin's blue smoke poofs. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Gone too too soon. Rest in peace, probably. Yeah, rip. That was real. Yeah. Damn, dude. Jeez. All right. Hey, man, I miss that dude. Oh, I do too. No, my heart hurts. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the moment that happens, you guys can hear a horn from up above. Uh, it's the horn that follows that is that is then followed by the cry, "Land ho!" Well, I guess that's a place. Hmm. Uh, so, I guess I go up on the top deck to yeah. see this land ho. Yep. Battle make his way up as well. In the far distance, you all can see just on the horizon a uh, what seems to be what what we would think of in the real world as almost like an oil platform sort of situation. Uh, just a, a a large structure above the water with strong posts keeping it above the waves. Cool. Cool. Mm. I mean, I guess I'm just, I'm going to wait till we actually, are we there? Have we made land yet? Oh, no, no, it's in the distance. Yeah, um, I'm just going to look at it okay. and grumble a lot. Sure. Slate, well, boys, I, I would think this we... is, uh, this was like a place that you would really want to go. I mean, think of all the debaucherous ladies on that as that happens, you all, you all are are greeted by a series of fine smells upon the wind. Even though you can mm-hmm. see the sail is being blown quickly towards this structure, there's a wind coming from it that carries these scents. It's weird. It doesn't seem right. Even the tide pulls the ship closer. In fact, some of the crew begin to panic. 
for they recognize this is an unnatural tide. And so I'm going to be awful if two adorable deckhands look to Garen for comfort. They don't. They're professionals. Uh, so I'm going to turn to Garen and be like, and how is the you know, slew of beautiful women going to help us if we die? Mm. I mean, I, we've lived through really worse. Die. We haven't died yet. I mean, huh. yeah. Damn it, boom. Every, every, time I've, every time I've almost died, I got better. Death has become like an everyday thing for us, man. Like, we're real detached right now. Yeah, and my job as the cleric of life is to keep you alive. Do you realize how hard you're making my job? Hey, man, at least you're useful. Bound's going to slap him on the back and say, well, warm him up. It looks like it's going to be a rough landing. I just want you to know it's getting harder and harder to love you all. That's fine. So those That's not smells, you mean right? That. First, it's what? the it's the so that series of smells you're hit with mm-hmm. is first hot cinnamon and lovely steaming bread. Mm. Then a scent that only can remind even the most masculine of brains of a feminine giggle and sweet perfume. Nope. Wait a minute. Nope. nope. This is nope. Bath and Body Works. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Slate's gonna try and find the captain. Yeah, he's on deck and he's issuing orders as you approach him. Uh, and he's going to. So Slate's just gonna be like, "Is there any way we can avoid going to that island, sir?" All I can promise you is a soft landing to there. That's what we're working towards now. The tide and the air pushes us towards it. God damn it! All right, well, they, you know, if there's anything I can do to help the landing, let me know. Of course. Um, Make yourselves ready. Karen makes his way over to the captain amongst the uh, orderly chaos and um, asks him, uh, my good sir, I, I know nothing of shipwriting, but I know a fair amount of customer service. Uh, if yonder establishment is drawing us in via magical means, it would make little sense for them for them to dash us upon their rocks. I... I suspect we will be uh, cradled upon our entry. You may do well to relax your crew. He puts his, he stops and stops his heels turning and he looks at you for a moment, sizes you up in the eyes and extends his hand. He says, take my hand. If my men die, I will hunt you, but I will trust you. El pauses for a moment, but only a moment and shakes his hand. And he immediately says, all right, then. And he starts to call orders for everyone at ease, which bewilders his crew at first. But upon hearing him issue the order a second time, demanding that he will only repeat it once, the crew simmers down and goes back to normal normal duty. Uh, Boomer will call everybody over together, like his party. Like, hey, guys, come here real quick, just in case. Uh, he doesn't say that. He's just like, come here, come here, come here. And then he's going to touch, like, get close to everybody and cast Featherfall. And it'll be like, just in case we get blown off this boat. Good call. I don't want us to hit the shore and then, you know, just go flying. We're going to, we're going to drift, baby. We ain't dying today. That's um, fine. Karen pulls out a javelin. So. <laughs> You, you guys are, are nearing the 
location when uh, the most perceptive of you notices that there seems to be some sort of creature upon the top of this structure. No. The structure, by the way, at a better look because you're much closer now, seems to be the size of a large mansion, maybe a little bigger. Mm. Mm. And you can see that there are several other ships parked right up to it. And they seem to be submerged in sand to some extent. Like up, it's like their 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 bow just dug right into a sandbank, but harmlessly. Yeah. What is the? Can we get a better description of the creature? It seems to have the head of a lion, a tall scorpion-like tail, and bat wings. Oh, good! It's, it's not scary. a rat with a beak and teeth. And you can hear its roar in the distance. Yeah. That's probably fine. It'll be all right. That's probably fine. And as it, after it roars, it just like lays back down. Hmm. Hmm. Well, all right then. That uh, probably won't be a problem. You can feel the ship begin to sink a few feet into the water. And as that begins to distinctly terrify everyone around, you see a large hand cup the ship. Karen's um, immediately not okay. Mm -hmm. That might be a problem. I'll bet his life on this. It's probably <laughs> fine. Uh, you don't see what this arm belongs to. In fact, you this hand belongs to. In fact, you can see this hand is made out of water itself. But it brings you up along to the side of this structure, and then you can look over the side and see a sand bed rising up from the water's depths. And then the hand slinks and dissipates as it places you into the sandbank, lining up the rail of your ship perfectly to the sort of, uh, what would you call like a wraparound porch? It almost looks like a large wraparound porch that goes around the entire facility. To which there are many doors inside. This is probably fine. And after you all sort of settle and you maybe look around, you see a single plump rat with bulging eyes and a beak. <laughs> Fuck me. God. Someone pinch me. <laughs> it disappears. Uh, and in its wake is a small sign that reads, Welcome to Rat Beak. Enjoy your stay as long as you have the coin. What happens when we don't have the coin? Don't run out of coin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. L gasps and looks around frantically and then sprints off to his quarters. Okay. <laughs> what are you looking uh, for in your quarters? He forgot to make himself presentable. <laughs> he needs to lather on more perfume and put on his uh, fancy gold filigree ring and underneath that probably strip naked. I don't know. Put even more lavish uh, accoutrements on. Okay. Does the rest of the party join L or follow L or do you guys go on to Ratbeak? Um, I'd probably wait for L because I'm broke. After L comes back up and 
Balances is all done up. He'll just sigh and put on his fancy ring too. Just be like, mm, might as well. Uh, Slate's gonna kind of like yell into the area and ask if anybody's around. Um, the response is not verbal, although you do hear a song, and two of the nearby doors open, and a parade of five per each of the two doors comes out a a sort of line of very scantily clad very like uh like sword dancer outfits almost tell me more um wood elf women oh yep slate's on there he is jumped off the boat and he is running they are each carrying large trays full of food and wine and they bring mm. them out and serve that to the crew of the vessel Oh. Mm. Uh, seeing everybody put their fancy ring on, Boomer's also going to put his on to look fancy. <clears throat> and then maybe elbow at, at Geharan. Like, hey man, we got to look good in here. Put your ring on. Pretty I thought sure. I looked rather impressive and imposing in this, but uh, he reaches into his pocket and slips the ring on his finger. All right. So as you all stand up dressing yourselves, Five of the Wood Elves sort of retreat back inside the building, for which you can hear quite the commotion booming from. The other five all sort of reach out towards each of the party members, like towards one of the party members each, and you see like a small ghostly hand like beckon you right in front of your face. So the one who reaches out to me is going to have to get in front of me because I'm trying to chase the five that are retreating. <laughs> She puts her hand on your chest as you run past her, and even though she doesn't brace or anything, you feel the weight of a blacksmith's uh, hammer stop you in your chest. Uh, I mean, I stop, but like I'm significantly focused on getting in wherever that place is. So I'm like trying to hurry her along. Like, yes, I'm coming. Come on. She leans down and whispers into your ear. Uh, with the sultry nature in Elven, wait for your friends, together or not at all. And uh, Slate is now going to... Who's the closest party member to me? We're all still in the boat, aren't we? Yeah, but you guys are all like putting your fancy rings on and on the boat. Alright, uh, I would like to make a dead sprint looking for Boomer. Alright, you find Boomer. He's just put his ring on and he's dusting himself off. Uh, hey, man, what's up? Grapple check. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to roll grapple on Boomer. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Uh, Do you fight him whatsoever? Yeah, I'm going to shock and grasp him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so you grab Boomer and I guess you just roll damage, Boomer. Yeah. That is nine, nine damage. Okay, and, so... and 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 you you don't have any reactions. Okay, you're, you're, you're cut off. From reactions or from? Uh, hold on. Move? Uh, let me just look at it one more time. Checking grasp. <laughs> hmm. 
So, uh, lightning springs. You can make a melee light. Uh, it can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. Okay. So you pick Boomer up, uh, presumably to turn around and be like, I have a friend, can I go in now? And then he just, like, <coughs> crosses his arms and just shocking grasps you in the point of contact that you're grabbing him. Okay. Do I have to roll to see if I hold him still, or...? Uh, well, I mean, you're being electrocuted, so you your muscles tense up and you can't drop him. I'm going to lean in and be like, I'm danger. And start walking towards the, uh, <laughs> towards the door. I right, so does everyone go at this point? Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. So you all walk in, and the as you all sort of group up and walk inside, the four wood elf uh, maidens disappear into sand. Oh no! You hear a small whimper from a dwarf. It's a trap. <laughs> Shit. So you all walk in and take in the magnanimous view of the inside of Ratbeak. You can see it, it's like the fanciest casino almost that you've ever seen. Uh, there's tables upon tables upon tables of games, people at every single one of them. Uh, you hear the clatter of coin, the songs of bards in the distance, the clanking of tankards of ale and wine and mead and spirit. And amongst the largest of the couple of bars there is, one that is like a huge crescent that has maybe 30-plus people sat at it, serving that many people at once is a full-on beholder. Fuck. It's central. Uh, it's, it's nine eye stocks all sort of telepathically moving glasses and bottles around. But in one moment, you see its big eyes stop focusing on... on um, who it's tending, and it focuses on you all, and you can see its iris sort of, like, focus. It gives you a little nod and a broad smile, and then it goes back to serving. All right, boys. Sorry, all a right. big toothy well, smile. Yeah, all right, all right, y'all. Let's, uh, let's have fun, but uh, let's be careful, all right? And with that, yeah. got nod from something that is completely... Entirely hid. It's a yeah, lot of. I don't think about it. <laughs> I said it and I was like, I don't know how. Fuck it. <laughs> it rotates downwards. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it rotates downwards. Come on, Mike. And with that, that's what we're going to call it for tonight. You're no! Gonna... The party has homework for tomorrow's <coughs> session, for next week's session. Oh, shit. Homework. I'm going to make a post on the Facebook group. I want you to put in, I'm going to ask you, what do you want to do? In Ratbeak, you all can only answer with one word. Oh, shit. So, all right. So think of whatever you want or what you want to do. You can use any word. You can use a verb, a noun, anything. You get one word. Hmm. Fart. Each. Um, do we build a sentence together with this one word? No. No, no, no. It's just... Like we're gonna try and do something for each of you at Ratbeak next session, maybe two sessions. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be revolving around one word. Now you guys can share, and if you guys both choose the same word, then we'll, it'll be a bigger deal. So I'll, I'll let you guys know that. But one word. So if you guys want to cooperate on that together, or like post and then take away, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna cut it off 
Sunday of next week. So the night before. Okay. All right. Word. So, like, we can just use one word, no matter what the word is. Yep. And I will infer that word into something we'll do. Cool. Awesome. All so, right. So with that, that's where I'm going to call it for tonight. I hope you all had a lovely time. I know I did. I have been, yeah. as always, your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. We have our entire party signing off. Our bard. Uh, that's me, Austin, playing L. Have a good night. Our, our Tiffa wizard. Hey, y'all. It's Dylan playing Boomer. Y'all have a good one. Our warlock. Hey, everybody. It's Jesse playing Val and Dis. Have a good night. Our cleric. Hey guys, this is Scott playing Sleep, Sleep Tight. And our fighter. Hey everybody, it's Jeff playing Garen. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Bye. Night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Good night.